Yo, what's going on everybody? Episode 2 in the house. This is your review crew with Benny and Annette. And welcome everybody. We're so happy to hear you. <laughs> we can't even hear them. <laughs> I know I would say that. But we're so happy that you're here listening to us again on whatever streaming platform you're listening to where you get your podcast. And I think today we have an interesting one for you. Yep. Uh, a show about something that we really thought nobody would care about. Yeah, you could say that. I, I don't think people really uh, even know who they are anymore. They're not really as relevant. Uh, and not in an offensive way, just, you know, uh, nowadays. Right, well, okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about Pam and Tommy, the original Hulu series. Um, it's on Hulu, right? Yes. Yeah, the original Hulu series, Pam and Tommy, right? It's got one season. And I'm sure it's going to end at one season because it's like they told the story and that's it, right? Yeah. I mean, um, also, I feel like we have to mention this right now from the get-go. Uh, There's going to be a lot of spoilers. Oh, yeah, of course. As with so if you haven't seen episodes. it yet, tune back after you've seen it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come check it out after. Or if you don't mind spoilers. Some people are weird like that. They want to know. Don't mind spoilers. Yeah, what to expect. An, yeah, Annette, if I even mention that I've seen it before she has, that's it. It's over. So I've got something I call my blacklist. <laughs> it's movies that Benny has seen without me that I wanted us to see together. Yeah. But that was years ago. I think I'm kind of getting over that now. Especially because we have to review stuff now, whether we've seen it or not. Yeah. So. We're going to have to live with that. You're going to have to get over that real quick. All right. So back but to speaking the of <laughs> Speaking of marital issues, Pam and Tommy... <laughs> What a great segue. I know, what a great segue. Um, Pam and Tommy is a Hulu series which talks about, for many of you all who are not oldies like us, old fogies, or that one, fogies. I have not, but... uh, Old fogies like us. um, uh, There's actually the story of Pam and Tommy. Pam is Pamela Anderson, as you guys may remember, from Baywatch. Right, among other things, right? Men, I'm sure you remember Pamela Anderson. But, uh, and, to- <laughs> and Tommy, we're talking about Tommy Lee, of course, as in the drummer from Motley Crue, um, who hasn't really been, neither one of them has been relevant lately, right? We probably haven't heard much. Yeah, like, I kind of pointed that out, but you're like, uh, uh, like, don't say that. Well, because it's been, you know, since then, Pamela Anderson has dated um, Kid Rock, Oh, that's right. Okay, so that. that was that was pretty recent. Oh, we forgot to mention someone kind of else recent. in this story, this rendition. Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen's character. Oh yeah, whoever that guy is. Yeah. I can't remember his name right now. It's Gautier. Gautier, or something like, yeah, yeah. He had a, he had a weird name, Gautier. Um, but yeah, we we have the the cast is kind of an unusual cast, not what you would expect from you know uh, a show about a sex tape, right? If we're being honest with ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a weird cast, right? We have, of course, Seth Rogen, like we just mentioned, who plays Rand Gautier, who is the guy, uh, the guy who, in the real, the real story of Pam and Tommy, is the guy who leaked the sex tape, right? Um, we have Sebastian Stan, aka mm-hmm. Winter Soldier, right? Would yeah. not expect to see him in this role, but he, I think he does a great job, and he looks like Tommy Lee in this film. Well, he looks like a much younger Tommy Lee. 
And much more attractive. Much more attractive, yeah. (laughs) Um, Pamela Anderson's character is played by Lily James. Mm-hmm. Which I didn't even know who that was. You're the one that pointed so, out. So I'm I'm a Diz nerd. So I love everything Disney. Not everything. A lot of things. And I'm a huge fan of the live action Cinderella. So right away, I was like, Lily James? She went from being Cinderella to Pamela Anderson. Talk about uh, trying to, you know, fill up your portfolio. <laughs> Pamela Anderson in a sex tape. I mean, we have two... Disney, um, oh, right, yeah, yes. heavy hitters in here, right? Right, but I think, uh, when you think Sebastian Stan, you also think Gossip Girl and Once Upon a Time, well, which is also Disney, not Disney. Once Upon a Time, yeah, he played a uh, Captain Hook, I believe. No, yes, he's in Once Upon a that Time, that was him. Look him up, no way, that was Captain Hook. I, he was he, Captain Hook. No, he, was he was one Captain of Hook. the characters with eyeliner. <laughs> one of the characters that no, I don't think that was him because uh, he was like British or something. Oh, you're right. He was a, he was definitely in that. I mean, and not only that, but he okay. Looked I'm a, now I feel too. I feel like I remember him in the wrong role now. Mm-hmm. I could have sworn he was in Once Upon a Time. I, I, and Gossip Girl, I think most people, when they think of Sebastian Stan, they think of Winter Soldier. All right, the OGs. The OGs. The people who watched Gossip Girl and it was all the rage, Kristen Bell. They know him from that. Okay. Once Upon a Time, he plays the Mad Hatter. The Mad Hatter. Thank you very much. I okay, knew he was Hatter. somebody with eyeliner. I got to rewatch that again. This guy, he can rock eyeliner. <laughs> you he know who is the other eyeliner. guy who's known for a rocking eyeliner, right? I don't have to say his name. Uh, why is he even coming up in this? We're talking about Pam I'm and just Tom. saying there's two guys who can rock uh, eyeliner really good, and it's Johnny Depp and Sebastian Stan. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways. So what to say about this series? Um, <laughs> like I mentioned, uh, this series follows Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee in their very like spur-of-the-moment wedding happening just I mean the way that the series portrays it I don't know the real life story behind it it's pretty similar but you know they get married like you know uh, after knowing having met each other for a little bit in Mexico four days four days they get married in Mexico that was accurate yeah and um, it kind of chronicles their marriage life you know what surprised me a lot about this episode is that we found ourselves uh, or at least I don't know maybe I shouldn't say we but I found myself um, actually kind of sympathizing, sympathizing, but also kind of going like, oh, to their relationship. Yeah. There were some moments in No, here. we definitely we were both like, wow, I actually am really rooting for them as a couple, <laughs> even though we know it doesn't end well. Right. right. Like, I mean, you know how this story ends, but you feel like you're living it for the first time when you watch this series, which they did pretty well. Yeah. They were retelling an old story and. They and maybe the fiction is more interesting than the real life story here, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure they traumatized it and romanticized it a little more probably than than it was in real life, you know? Right. Because if I'm not mistaken, I think they divorced because of like spousal abuse or something like that. Right. Um, Tommy Lee doesn't seem like the nicest guy in the world in real life. Like, I wouldn't want to meet him, um, but he certainly seemed very... 
I guess, uh, uh, you know, and in the show, he even points out that he is a bad guy, right? He says, but what about Pam, like the sweetest person that you'll ever meet? Like, what did she do to deserve all this? You know what I mean? Right. Um, and so they really do play it off uh, on the relationship a little more. Like, Pam and Tommy, um, you know, you really see Tommy kind of, like, really believing that Pam is, like, the best person he, in he the world. He held her on a pedestal yeah, in, that, yeah, in the series. Go. Yeah, in the series, in the his series. character did that. I mean, yeah, in real life, I can't speak to that, yeah, but yeah. I can speak to the series. He was rooting for her. He was his uh, yeah. her number one fan. And just a warning for anybody who's going to watch the show. Obviously, when you're dealing with a show about a about a tape like that, obviously there is some nudity in it, right? Would you say that there is nudity in it? There are some weird parts. Oh, yeah. And and nudity on the male. And female. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. on both sides. Um, however, I do think we need to mention <laughs> that it that it's fake nudity. That it's fake nudity, right? On both um, sides on as both well. Sides. <laughs> so yeah. when you got Pamela Anderson's character or Lily James, um, she wore prosthetics yeah. for because okay, because I know her from Cinderella. I knew for a fact she did not have a chest like that in Cinderella. And when you wear a corset, which she did in the film of Cinderella, um, it pushes the bosom up. So it would have been... The bosom. I Yes, the bosom. The girls. <laughs> they get a, a big enhancement. So it was not very evident in that film that she had a big chest. So when I saw this, I was like, does she get her boobs done for this role? Like, I literally was thinking that... So we actually looked into it, and sure enough, she wore prosthetics for that film. Yeah, and if you see the male frontal nudity that Annette was mentioning earlier, no denying it's there's CGI. no denying that it's CGI. <laughs> I don't want to go too much into it because I feel like if I say it, it's gonna automatically discourage you guys to watch the show. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's there's, pretty. There's obvious. some personifications. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's enhanced by CGI, uh, kind of unnecessary. <laughs> but I, I guess it I, adds to the story. I was I cut off guard when that happened because you're watching this series and you're thinking like it's going to be autobiographical. At least that's what I thought it was at yeah. first. And it was actually kind of comical. Uh, like Benny said, it's kind of romance. Like it was just, yeah. um, I felt like it was very well-rounded. Like Yeah, I actually looked up the series because I always look at the series just to make sure I get the names right and stuff like that before we, or movie, right, before we talk about it. Yeah, we've only done one episode, right? But, uh, and it's, it actually, Google has it um, listed as a romance series. I don't know if that's a proper way to, to, to really um, look at it, but it does call it a romance series. And Annette had pointed out, you know, a drama series, I think is kind of more um, drama, a little bit of comedy in there, thrown in there, right? As you would expect with Seth Rogen. Um, and and I guess a little bit of romance because you see that relationship and you do root for them, as Annette mentioned. And maybe a little bit of crime, a little bit of a crime thing going on in there as well, right? Um, it's a little bit of everything. Was it a really good series? You know, I, I we watched it from beginning to end, mm-hmm. which which Annette will tell you I'm very picky when it comes to series. Um, n- not even with bad, not even necessarily. It could be a good series. I just have a hard time committing to to a series. Um, I'm not one of those people that can watch multiple series at one time or 
or even follow one series for a long time. But um, I did watch this one in its entirety more because I was kind of interested. I don't know if necessarily it's a good series. I mean, what do you think? I think it was a good series. I don't think it's a rewatch series. Oh, definitely not. I think not. you can see it one time and get the entertainment value out of it, but you don't have to go back and relive those moments. Like uh, a lot of those uh, scenes, they kind of just burn in your memory. <laughs> so and, you don't got to go back uh, to it. <laughs> and it just seems like, uh, you know, and I've said it multiple times, but this is like a series that nobody asked for. You know what I mean? I think they, they felt, the creators felt like, they're gonna have fun with it and okay. it showed yeah uh, yeah okay definitely definitely yeah. and, and i think you really got to draw the line here between reality and fiction mm-hmm. um when you're watching this series because it does it is kind of outrageous at times mm-hmm. where you're like there's no possible way that that everybody could know this uh, or that anybody could know this you know they had to have taken artistic liberties in retelling the story um you know what were the highlights uh, of the series i gotta say for sure the makeup uh, wardrobe i think was amazing yes um i i cannot get over how much lily james transformed into pamela anderson because she she literally embodied her it it was it was phenomenal She looked yeah. really good, really good. Uh, she looked just like at Pamela Anderson. Yes, yeah. She looks like Pamela Anderson, like big time. I, w- I could not stress enough how well the the department, the wardrobe department, I did. I think she's the one that sell sells the character the most as far as like side by side comparisons. Because you look at everybody else and they're off the mark. You get the idea who they're portraying. Yeah. But it's I mean, you can tell that it's, Sebastian it's also Sand, like the way tell. she's the, the way she acts to yeah. like the way she laughs or the way she says yes. it must be a lot of pressure for her. You know, she's playing one of the arguably one of the biggest sex symbols of of the 90s. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I would argue. I mean, Pamela Anderson. Yeah. Baywatch probably, was. Yeah. Was the the main focus. I don't even know the plot of Baywatch. Girls running in slow motion, (laughs) right? Hey, uh, Hasselhoff. I was about to say David Hasselhoff, (laughs) right? Still riding the coattails of Baywatch, by the way, right? Not just uh, girls walking in slow motion. (laughs) He liked his hairy chest. I don't know. It's something about him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're not. (laughs) What? Oh man, that's a good one. Um, But yeah. Highlights the wardrobe. Lily James did a great job. Um, Very nostalgic. Yeah. And you know, Seth Rogen in the beginning of the series, you kind of see him and, and you're like, man, look, like he looks skinnier. You know, you're kind of thinking to yourself like he's maybe he's not going to be like your stereotypical Seth Rogen character. But he kind of evolves into that as the series progresses. It, right? it was it started off with him being somebody else. And you're like, oh, yeah. wow, a different Seth Rogen. Wow. And then he slowly became, as the character got crazier, he became Seth Rogen. Seth came Rogen. out, yeah, yeah. You get the, uh, uh, starts Man, going, come on, come on. I don't know. <laughs> Our Seth Rogen imitation. Uh, Taylor Schilling from Orange Is the New Black. That's where I know know her from. Oh uh, yes, comes out. yes. She was. I think she was a extra like 
Uh, what is that word I'm looking for? Subplot? She was written into oh. the subplot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like... But still an interesting character nonetheless. Interesting character, totally unnecessary for the story. I think they were trying to really uh, create a story about like, how could anybody do this? What would be their motivation? And the real life story just didn't sell it. So they made their own. So I think yeah. that's what they wanted to do. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess. Um, Nick Offerman comes out in it as well. Yes, I Nick love Offerman. him. Uh, Ron I love Swanson. Nick Offerman. Ron Swanson, right? Um, yeah, I love Nick Offerman. His character is kind of a kind of a bad character in in this in this film. Uh, I mean, this series. Yeah, he's a pervert. <laughs> yeah, he's a pervert, a swindler, among other things. Yeah. Um, and you kind of hate him, I think, towards the end of the bit. Well, then again, not, not is there really honor amongst thieves, right? Yeah, and and honestly, like he was very embodiment of Hollywood, L.A., like the entertainment industry. It's yeah. like everyone out for themselves, you know. Yeah. And if you don't look out for yourself, you're going to get caught. You're going to get in trouble. And that guy was looking out for himself. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I guess, like, aside from the cast, aside from the wardrobe, um, also what's notable is I think the message that they try to portray across this, because, um, you know, and I know you mentioned the nostalgia factor as well. I mean, we were really young when this happened. We're like five years old. I mean, when this, uh, we were not. The we weren't old enough to understand. We weren't old scandals. enough to understand scandals or what yeah. was happening, you know. Or what what kind of turn of the century like moment this was. Yeah, yeah, but um, I do remember hearing about this after the fact, you know. Right. And kind of having my own opinion on on what it was after the fact. Of course, I was still young, you so, know. So to be honest, I knew Pamela Anderson first as oh. She's just known for the sex tape. Okay. I didn't know she was on Baywatch till like. Yeah. So that's how my generation kind of grew up. Unless you were like already old enough to understand. Oh, she started off as a Baywatch star and then this happened. She was also on Home Improvement. Oh, I did not with know With Tim that. Allen, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't know her because also I was into cartoons at the time. <laughs> I didn't know anything about this stuff. Yeah. So, and, and it's kind of sad because I feel like in the show they did a good portrayal of of shining a light on how it affected her more than it did Tommy Lee because uh-huh. honestly, like I said, like just coming from the get-go, I didn't know who Tommy Lee was. Like from, I, I didn't know he was known for that, you know? I just knew Pamela Anderson was known for the sex tape. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say that Tommy Lee specifically known for that i mean he's the drummer of motley Crue. i think yeah first and, foremost. and he stayed known as that that's yeah. what i mean and yeah, her reputation yeah. got kind of oh, tainted I see what you're with that I see what you're label i see what you're yeah. saying but i mean and and they do talk about this on the show you know mm-hmm. um pamela anderson has always uh, her her claim to fame has always been based around her sexuality mm-hmm. her her body on her you know, terms Okay, yeah, I mean, they do talk about that she, as well Because when she signed up for Playboy, she even says, I mean, I don't know if this is, again, Are a we real life real statement. Life the... I don't know oh, if it's okay. real life, but in okay. the show, they made it seem as if it was something that she was trying to say, um, like, or that she has said. We got to do our research on that. But they were saying that she, she consented to all of those images of her on Playboy 
and those images of her, the way she was being sexualized on Baywatch, like that was all consensual. And she was not happy about the intimate tape, you know, being out there because she never agreed to that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and, and they do drive that point a little bit more, you know, when, when there's a scene in this when her and Tommy are arguing um, and Tommy's like, you know, oh, but this, you know, I'm on this tape naked too or whatever. He says something to that effect, right? <laughs> yeah. And she's like, but it's gonna, it's worse for me because you'll get high fives like in, in the boys' room. Yeah. like, and they'll call me a slut or something like that, yep. you know? Um, and, and that's definitely a message that, that they get across here. There's a sort of a pro-woman message, I guess, that comes out on this. I don't... I don't want to say feminist because I don't want to turn uh, anybody no, off. I, I wouldn't use either of those terms. I think it was highlighting just the biases that society has okay. towards certain genders, women, okay. men and women. You know, there's and it's it's a fact. Like you know, we look at men and they're players. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. High five. Yes, yes. And yes. you see women, and they've they've yes. been with so many men. You're kind of like, oh, she's yeah, been the double around. standard, right? Yes, yeah. the double standard. Thank you. Yeah. But I feel like um, they were they were trying to highlight that, but it was it was not just that the series mm-hmm. was also again the subplot of uh, Seth Rogen's character. He's a he's a theologian, and I'm like, what what does that have to do with? It? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty random. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty random. Not gonna lie, I, it. it, 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 it you know, and it didn't really seem to fit anywhere either. Like it they felt were like uh, making it fit. <laughs> it, it felt like they were like, you know what? Let me just throw this in here. You know. Um, I think they dragged it on for too long. I I got it. The premise of it, where it was trying to say, oh, his motivation to release the sex tape was this, and then they dragged it on and on and on, and it was like, oh, karma, karma, karma. Like, okay, we don't care about him anymore. Let's just go back to. Pam and Tom. And I feel like he does <laughs> drop out for like a good part of that. And you're kind of just like, yeah, I don't really care. But then you he know? jumped right back in. Yeah, at the end there, right? Yeah. For sure, for sure. I, you know, I, what I can say, um, I like the comedics, the, the, the comedy, the comedic moments of it. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of like, I like whenever Motley Crue comes out. And it's funny because like the, the guys that play Motley Crue, don't look anything like Motley Crue and to me that's funny you know <laughs> um, but I like when Motley Crue comes out in it um, uh, some of the uh, what can you say some of the things that Tommy Lee's character or what I should say is uh, you know Sebastian Stan's character as Tommy Lee says is pretty funny um, pretty outrageous right all, all the way around um, overall like you said, it's a good series. Would I watch it again? Probably not. Um, would I recommend you to watch it? I mean, I don't know. Try out the first season and the see what you think. first episode. I'm sorry. Yeah, the first season. That's the whole show. Uh, yeah, <laughs> try out the first episode and uh, see what you think. And kind of make your own decision it's on whether or kind of a, an attention grabber. Uh, definitely, you don't want to watch this like with mom and dad. Oh, yeah. That yeah. will lead to a lot of those awkward moments. It's, it's a, <laughs> uh, definitely for a mature audience. Yeah. Um, if your children watch this, you're going to have to have the talk if you haven't already. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, they don't need to see that. They don't need to see that. No. 
but well, probably not worse than anything they probably see on their own. Check your parental settings. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's weird. You know, it, it's it, it's hard, right? Because we have we have Hulu. Um, well, we have most streaming services, right? right? I'd say we have most of the big ones, right? Right. Disney Plus, HBO Max, uh, Hulu. Uh, what else do we got? Uh, we just got Peacock. We're really not too happy with no. that, but that's another. <laughs> it, that's a whole other episode. Probably. I was probably. excited for it because of yeah. The Office. Yeah. But I'm not used to those commercials. Which doesn't even make sense because we have The Office box set. Yeah. And but then some. Sometimes you just want to stream something. You don't want to turn yeah. the DVD Yeah. True. True. On. True. True. And uh, yeah, kind of yeah. disappointed in those commercials, um, and I don't want to pay premium for it just yeah, for the office exactly yeah <laughs> and we have netflix as well and we got vrv so um yeah. i like to watch anime mm-hmm. maybe uh benny likes some anime so yeah we'll we probably can. do some anime reviews too on here as well mm-hmm. in some some point but um where i was going with this is like you know we have hulu we're trying to find the things that are that you know that 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 make it worth having hulu you know as with anything there's you know um reasons to reasons to own certain streaming services like what we want to see on those you know right um the, is pam and tommy one of those like oh i want hulu so i can see pam and tommy no does it justify the monthly cost although low does it justify the monthly cost? i would say no what, what i can say is if you do not have hulu and you got that option for that free one week trial you can use your free yeah. one-week trial to watch this show. Yeah, but would yeah, I sure. Why not? Buy it Risk for free. the show? No, I would. I would. No, my, no, my opinion. No, no. But there are some <laughs> other shows that we do like on on on, right. on Hulu that are which worth we're it. gonna review also, so we can see if maybe they'll be worth it for you. Yeah, and and you know, and there's some older stuff too on there that we are really we've really been enjoying a lot. Um, that we'll probably talk about later on. But yeah, guys. I mean, uh, Pam and Tommy. It's uh, it's in total. It's a five-hour and forty-minute miniseries. You want to call it that original Hulu series? You've got two great lead actors. So if you do sit down and watch it, that won't be torture. <laughs> <laughs> makes it worth it, right? It makes it worth it. Makes it worth it. Currently, hair and with makeup an, did great. Yeah. You know, Currently with an IMDb rating of 7.4 out of 10 stars. That's not too bad. I, I would rate it like that. Uh, 7 out of 10. Is I'd fair. give it like a 6. I mean, it looks like it's going down as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd so, give it like a 6. That's it, might, it might end up as a 6, but yeah. it's not terrible. I can't say that I felt like I wasted my time watching it. No, yeah, no, definitely yeah. not. And there are some shows that I do feel like that, but this is not one of them. Yeah. Um, but like you said, I wouldn't watch it again. What's it on Rotten Tomatoes? Do you know? Well, What's I Rotten Tomatoes. I think I might have it here too. Yeah, a lot of people care what Rotten Tomatoes says. Uh, what I care more is what the audience says because critics. I mean, they ooh. they're out of touch sometimes. You know. Yeah, I agree. We've got it. Rotten Tomatoes has it at an eighty percent right now. Yeah. Uh, the average tomato meter is at a seventy nine percent. And the average audience score is at a 65%. You see, they're always off the mark a little bit. bit. When they are on the mark, it's because, you know, the movie's just terrible. Not even, (laughs) nothing can save (laughs) it. Not Not even even the critics. Not (laughs) Not even worth watching it, yeah. 
Um, but you know what? Why don't you guys check it out and uh, let us know what you all think. And um, I hope that this episode has been interesting for you. If not, we got more episodes coming up. So uh, hang around and uh, make sure to keep streaming us and tell your friends. The Review Crew. The Review Crew. That's what's up. And we love to hear your feedback. So please leave a comment. Uh, Make sure to get back to us. Your thoughts and opinions. What you like and don't like. We love to hear it. (laughs) Yeah, but as always, be constructive with your criticism. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Well, we'll see you all next time. This is episode number two. Pam and Tommy. Toodles.